Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on The Happy Hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico with you. 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line. Both of those are open for you guys the remainder of the show, as well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. We now go to the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, where we're joined by the voice of Husker women's basketball, Matt Coatney. Matt, good afternoon. Are you are you settled down after last night? Well, I'll tell you what, that was a late night. I got home probably about... Uh few minutes after 11 and it took me until well after midnight to respond to all the messages I got from Husker fans and and uh, people literally around from the country and honestly around the world I got several from Australia because we have so many players from Australia so it's been fun it's uh, it's a great time to do what I do yeah, let's just go ahead and let's let's dive right in. Why don't we? I mean, Nebraska, talk about the complete game that Nebraska had last night. They come out, they only allow Michigan to shoot 21% from the field in the first quarter, and then they close out the game hitting six of their last eight shots as well against the eighth-best team in the country without Bella Cravens and without Ruby Porter. I mean, you were sitting courtside. How complete of a game was that last night? By far the most impressive performance I've seen this year from this team and, and really the most uh, complete performance by a Nebraska team in, in several years. And here's why Michigan has very high purpose. Last year, they went to the sweet 16 really felt like they could have beat Baylor in that sweet 16. And they avenged that loss to what was the fifth ranked Baylor bears about three weeks ago. They've got the uh, conference player of the year in Nas Hillman, who's an all American last year. She went for 35 points and 22 rebounds against Nebraska in Ann Arbor. They held her 25 points below that last night and um, 18 rebounds below that. She went for 10 and seven, which is a, an okay game. It's certainly not, you know, player of the year uh, worthy, but the, the thing that I think was most impressive was they got punched in the mouth a couple of times where that 18 point lead got knocked down to 10. They got it back to 17. It went back to nine. They got it back to 18. Every time Michigan made, any kind of attempt at a run, Nebraska shut it down. And, and that was what I think more than anything was most impressive. I shouldn't have buried the lead. I mean, how great was the crowd last night? The atmosphere at PBA for an 8 p.m. tip, that was really impressive. Yeah, you know, for a, a late tip and a nationally televised game, the crowd was incredible. And 
You know, I had been asked a lot yesterday and leading up to that, how would the crowd uh, react to Leah Brown coming back after yep. she transferred from the program a couple of years ago? And I think that crowd was pretty fired up, especially when Leah started missing some shots. Uh, it was, I tell you what, that was a big-time atmosphere last night. That was everything that uh, you would ever want to see. And as I said last night, if you couldn't enjoy that game, then you're not ever going to enjoy a basketball game. Yeah, we're speaking to Matt Cotney here on on the happy hour. I want to talk about two players specifically, Jazz Shelley and Alexis Markowski. They've both made an immediate impact coming to Nebraska. Jazz has scored in double figures in nine of the Huskers' 13 games. Alexis having her first start last night, going for 20 points and six boards. And she's also had double doubles and and been Big Ten Freshman of the Week. I mean, talk about those two players and what they've meant to Amy Williams and this Husker team. You know, I've been very consistent in saying that this has been a complete team effort. But, you know, I, I think knowing what a team is, everybody needs to know their role. And Jazz Shelley has changed this team mm-hmm. in so many ways. You know, she is the only player in the Big Ten who leads in all five of the major statistic categories. And last night she got a double-double, but her defense was exceptional. Michigan had a hard time checking her. You know, she turned the ball over quite a bit because she was trying to make plays. And it's been a long time since Nebraska's had a point guard who has been a true playmaker. I would say Rachel Terrio, uh, yeah. back when Nebraska won the Big Ten title in 2014, was the last one. You know, Lindsey Moore before that. So they're rare. And Jazz Shelley is, is that type of player. I had said before the game that Alexis Markowski could emerge in this game. She has the big physical tools to compete with a Notch Hillman. Notch Hillman is a legitimate Big Ten All-American kind of center. And I've also said that sometimes if you are a very determined, committed player, you're an alpha personality. Uh, You sometimes play better if you know that you're the lead dog. And when she was put in that starting lineup last night, I firmly expected Alexis Markowski to have a great game, but I don't think even I saw the 20-point outcome she had. And she seemed to gain confidence the more the game went along when she stayed out of foul trouble. She missed her first couple of free throws, and Amy Williams told me on the postgame show she could see that fire in her eyes and she didn't like missing those free throws, and then she didn't miss after she you know, missed a couple. So um, they're all different. They all have great personalities, but they're very, very talented when – when you start talking about the likes of Jazz Shelley and Alexis Markowski. We're speaking to Matt Cotney here on the Happy Hour. When looking at former Husker teams, where does this one compare? I mean, they get their first win last night uh, over a top-10 team since December 3rd of 2014, where Duke, uh, against Duke, I should say, Rachel Terrio was actually the, the leading scorer in that one. Where does this team compare to other Husker teams in the last five, six years in the time Amy Williams has been here? Yeah, it's it's kind of like asking how good was your landing right after you jumped out of the airplane. It's too early to tell. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And I I do not want to um, put undue expectations on this team because they've got a very high ceiling. But the simple fact of the matter is that was a good win against the top 10 team. Does it really, it's not, I mean, think about this. If, if Nebraska does not win more games in the league against top competition, it's, not really going to make that much of a difference. I remember back when Connie Yori was really getting the program going and Nebraska beat Baylor in triple overtime when Baylor would win the national title that year and they were ranked second in the nation. Nebraska then went down and got thumped by 30 at Kansas State. So, you know, a single game doesn't necessarily 
I don't think we need to start looking at how good is this team in comparison to other teams. Because I think that would disrespect teams like the 2010 team that was the number one seed in the NCAA tournament or the 2014 Big 12 or Big 10 champions. I, I, I just think that this team you know, has a lot of high potential, but it is early January, and their next three games are against teams that went to the Sweet 16 or beyond. So while it was a great win last night, it's coming off a loss to a Michigan State team that's middle of the pack in the league, so one balances out the other, and that's what this league is going to be like every night. Look, I think it's a postseason team, but it's way, way too early to try and compare a team that still has more than half of, of its season to write. We're speaking to Matt Cotney, the voice of women's basketball for Nebraska. And Matt, uh, you, you kind of just said it, but I was wondering if there was any fear of not quite a letdown, but you know maybe a, a lesser performance against Iowa following such a big win against Michigan, although this team does play great defense and defense does travel. Well, Iowa is a special case because they've got Caitlin Clark. No team has been able to check her except, believe it or not, IUPUI. <laughs> who beat Iowa right before the the holiday break. Caitlin Clark is uh, the best scorer in the nation for a reason. She is a threat as soon as she walks out of the locker room. She'll shoot it from 42 with an extreme amount of confidence. She gets her shot off quickly. If you get too close to her, she'll take you off the bounce or she'll throw a wraparound pass to Monica Sinano, who led the nation in field goal percentage last year. They are an extremely good offensive team, and this sounds like the dumbest analysis you'll ever hear, but you have to outscore Iowa. Well, of course, you have to have more points than the other <laughs> team, but that's not going to be a 46-42 game. Yeah. Iowa does not put the premium on defense that other teams do. They know they're going to score. you got to keep them to about 75. If you hold Iowa to 75, you have a chance. If they get 80, it's going to be lights out. So that's going to be an incredibly, incredibly tough game, and Nebraska has to play them twice in one week. They play them Sunday at Pinnacle Bank Arena, then the next Sunday in Iowa City. All right, Matt, last one before we let you go. We're running out of time. I know you're a busy man as well. Uh, how th- Just overall, how thrilled are you for Amy Williams that they're off to this 13-1 start? I am just so happy for her. You can see the joy in her face. She loves coaching this team. And if this team were – uh, you know, seven and seven right now. I think she'd still have a big smile on her face because it is really, really an exceptional group to be around in, in terms of chemistry. They have a, a, a great amount of coachability on this team. Amy has paid her dues, and you know it means a little bit more to her because she was a Husker yeah. as a player. You know, and so I am so happy for her. I love being around Amy. My relationship with her is is hard to put into words because she's just something special and the whole staff is that way. That's awesome. Matt, appreciate the time. I, I'm glad that we could fit you or you could fit us in into your busy schedule. I mean, um, get some rest after last night and we'll uh, see you on Sunday afternoon when Iowa comes to town. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That is Matt Coatney, the voice of Husker Women's Basketball. Yeah, exciting things to come for Nebraska. Um, he said that, you know, Nebraska's going to have to score points to beat Iowa and And that's something that they are able to do however it's going to be something to watch because they haven't had to do it against a team like Iowa it's been against Indiana State and it's been against Maine and um, whoever else you want to throw up there you you guys know they're the one knock that this team has through 14 games is that the non-conference schedule was not that challenging right and how despite it not being challenging they still beat them in convincing fashion like they're supposed to. So now they have a test coming up like Matt was just talking about against a team like Iowa where they're going to have to outscore Caitlin Clark. 
they're going to have to limit the rest of the Hawkeyes while staying hot in their own right, both offensively and defensively. You have to be on point on both sides of the ball. They're a really good defensive team, and like you said, we've seen it early in the season against you know lesser opponents. Offensively, they can score with the best of them, but you know we've gotten into the 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 meat of the of the schedule, and they're you know touching touching eighties, maybe sometimes getting into the seventies. But like he said, you're gonna have to hold Iowa to seventy five, which means you're gonna have to score over that. And uh, doing both at the same time at a high clip is going to be a uh, is going to be rough. It certainly won't hurt to have a big crowd at PBA on Sunday afternoon, one p.m. Uh, make sure you check out Nebraska and Iowa twenty two. Number 22, Iowa, I should say. Um, Nebraska has an opportunity before the new AP polls come out next Monday to have two 20, top 25 wins under their belt. Where does that Where does that put them? Because they're not going to be, you know, if you beat number 8 and number 22, you're not just sneaking into the top 25. Yeah. It's you're, gonna be, you're getting put up there somewhere. It's going to be something to watch. It's going to be a fun afternoon on Sunday. All right, let's take a break. We will round out Wednesday's show next up on The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. If you're always searching for your next great adventure or seeking answers to complex questions, if you think of yourself as someone who takes charge, is there for others, breaks down barriers, or sees the world for what it can be, then you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets with these traits and others to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit cia.gov careers. See yourself here. 